This is Saturday morning's must-listen form hour. Set to go. Ready. Racing. The best minds in the business are ready to have their say. This is the Melbourne Racing Panel. Terrific day for racing. Going to get warm during the afternoon at Flemington. We're starting off on a good four with the rail in the two-metre position for Group 1 race day. The panel has assembled Mark Hunter, David Gately and Jamie Rogers to guide us through this next hour. Mark Hunter, good morning to you. Morning, Warren. How do you think Flemington will, will play today? Flemington always plays perfectly. I guess the biggest factor is that north wind or north northwesterly wind, which looks like it's uh, getting a bit blustery there through the day. So we'll just have to keep an eye on the wind, but Liam always has the track perfect. Any extra news for you with a, a Group 1 runner in uh, in the the uh, elliptical in the Guineas today? Not really. No, he'll, look, he'll go and he'll run well. He's he had that first up run, so you know you know he's going to run well. Um, hopefully he runs better than the rest of them, Warren. <laughs> Group 1 racing in two states. David Gately's all over it. Good morning to you, David. Hey, very good morning, Ted, and the team. How are you feeling this morning? Confident? Look, oh, look I'm always confident at this point of the day, <laughs> Because, you know, it's, again, it's like a pre-season. You've done the work, so you've got entitled to think you're going to get a kick. But um, it doesn't always work that way. Soft six at, at Randwick, did that have any influence on, on the way you'd previously assessed the meeting? Yeah, look, I was working good four, maybe with a touch of give. So it's a, a, probably a point uh, wetter than I thought. But, look, I, the track dries out very, very well these days. So it just just sections of that track can dry quicker. That's That's noteworthy. Um, so I'd be keeping an eye on that inside rail first half of the meeting. Jamie Rogers travels around the country, occasionally finds time to log into RSN927, give us some updates <laughs> on some uh, some racing form and, and prices. Good morning to you, Jamie. Where do we find you this morning? Yeah, good morning, Warren. I am actually in Sydney today. It's my nephew's birthday, so I brought Hudson up here. It's extremely humid. The sun is shining. It's going to be a very, very hot day, I think, at the track as well but there's been some really good money Warren across both meetings at Randwick and at Flemington the best backed runner in the entire country is coming out of the Randwick meeting and that is race seven number eight Imperatriz who's currently at two dollars and then we've also seen some support for a horse race three number one learning to fly now this is a very small field there's only four horses but she's been very well backed she is into a dollar fifty-five, and it is obviously there's been some scratchings in that race. But in terms of the money hold, she would be the second best backed in the country. And coming out of Flemington, the best backed horses were in race three, number two, Kalos. And then in the Australian Guineas, Jackano is also one of the better backed horses of the meeting. But I should say, and we will get to that race in a little while. But there's pretty much similar holds amongst a few of those horses. So whilst Jackano's the best, it's not by too much. Well, I'm sure Hudson will have a, a great birthday. I'm sure he'll be spoilt by his auntie and others. Happy birthday to you, Hudson. And let's kick off the meeting at Flemington. Group 1 race day starts at 12.35 this afternoon at Flemington. Down the straight, over 1,000 metres for the two-year-olds. The scratchings, number 10, Elative, who will be saved for another day. Just a, a minor issue there. She looked to have trialled up really nicely going into her debut. What sort of an impact did that have on the market, Jamie? So, Warren, it hasn't impacted it too much. We've seen support for two horses in particular. So the one Mark 10 is at $5.50. The two awesome lineup is at $10. Now, the three Butch Cassidy at $4.60 is the second best backed horse in this race, and that's behind the four, Masira, who is the favourite at $3 and is holding more than double anything else in this race. 
The five Shadow Fear would be the best backed horse with the exposed form currently at $12. The six Tabata sets at $16. And then the seven Princess Do Hollow at $6 has also had a little bit of a dabble. With the lack of exposed form, Mark, probably not really worthwhile trying to piece a speed map together here. How did you end up lining them up in your selections here in the first? I find these races almost impossible to line up Warren from the jump outs of. I've come with two horses out of the same jump out as my top two picks, number four, Masira, and number nine, Catahoula, who's good odds. I thought Masira looked good in that jump out, um, went to the front, travelled well, extended well, looks a nice enough type of horse, so we'll go with it to win. I thought number nine, Catahoula, was value. It, it was probably two lengths behind Masira, but you wouldn't say it was being asked for a lot. I thought it trialled nicely. Then I've thrown in a couple of the race, number six, Tabata Set, who's got speed, been probably a bit disappointing, but I'd say this is an easier race than what it's met. And seven Princess Ju Hello at a thousand metres. It's got very good speed, Princess Ju Hello. Whether it can hang on the last bit will be the query. So I'm happy to watch this race. I'll go four, nine, six, and seven. Are you happy to watch it or are you you're here to play, Gator? Um I was originally interested in, in Masira's price. Um but then obviously with the scratching of relatives, she's coming pretty pretty tight now. Um but look the the team, the Godolphin team are flying with their they're two-year-olds. Um, interestingly, uh, Masira jumped out with Princess Da Hello. Uh, they beat the rest easily. Um, they both went really well. Um, Masira then went to another jump out, broke clear one well, and ran good time. Uh, Princess Da Hello went to the races and gave a nice kick um, with the last hundred where she was swallowed up. So no shock they come back to a 1,000. So they're perhaps the two. Let's see if the market leads me in uh, one way or the other. Butch Cassidy, speaking of stables, two-year-olds flying. Um, two trollings in Sydney, later sat four wide, one under a light ride. Time was fair. Um, looked good, though. And Mac 10 resumes and has a case as well. Four, seven, three, one. David Gately's numbers in the first, four, seven, three, and one. Mark Hunter with four, nine, six, and seven. I'm with Mark. I'm happy to look and learn here, but I do like what I've seen from Masira, that jump out alongside Princess Duhello, where he looked to have plenty to offer, and then ran through the line nicely in a subsequent jump out. Four for me, head of seven, Princess Duhello, who's got the race experience. She's got speed. She might be suited coming back to 1,000 metres. Three, Butch Cassidy's got the blinkers on for his debut. He looked like a, a free-rolling style of horse in a recent trial win in Sydney. And six, Tabata said, also had that race experience fitness dropping in grade for, from that run, one of the lead-ups to the Blue Diamond. Four, seven, three and six for me in the first race two out to the staying trip of 2,500 metres, a quality handicap with a scratching of number seven, Glentanius. Jamie, what's the market doing here? So, Warren, we have factored in eight cents worth of deductions for that scratching, but there's two horses in particular that are very well-backed going into this race. So we'll start with the one Midnight Blue at $6, the two Nanchos at 26 the three Youth Spirits at $4.60. The best-backed horse is the four, so unusual, at $2.50, but holding similar amounts is the five Timor at $3. The six Taramansor is at $21. So really just about those top two in the market, Warren, for race two. How do you think they might run along here, Gator? Yeah, look, I don't think it'll be fearsome, but I think Nancho and the roughly lofty star probably come over one, two, and perhaps Midnight Blue Youth Spirit take the trails. I think So Unusual's um, a pretty good horse. I mean, his record says that. He's had two goes at 2,400. He's won them both. The latest, he was five weeks between runs, yet he held off Highland Jack. That horse went to Adelaide, won a Group 3, uh, beating Grand Promenade, who's run well in the Melbourne Cup. 
Timor, onto dry ground, 2,000 here, second up, produced a terrific finale from back and widest in a slowly run race. They went about seven lengths below average early, so uh, no shock it was on pace, dominated. His 11.68 home was terrific, and his staying form at home is very good, danger. Youth Spirit returned gelded. He was sound, fresh, but the mile was simply too sharp. He battled away well in the Parramatta Cup. Two lengths off a promising horse in King Frankel. Second was Banjoo, who's airborne. And Midnight Blue did more than enough, perhaps first up, and uh, has a case. A 4-5-3-1. How are you seeing the second, Mark? Identically. Warren, 4-5-3-1. I think uh, 4 and 5 are the two big guns. Number 4, so unusual. They've mixed up their tactics, I guess, with the race shape. They were forward two ago. They rode a bit quieter last time. As Gator said, there's no speed here. With Nancho, the likely leader, I think that so unusual can hold a spot from gate one, maybe leaders back or maybe a horse further back, but won't be far away. And I just think it's in the zone. It'll get a beautiful run, and it's the one to beat. Five team or the big danger. And that first up run seven, I thought it looked like a mile and a half horse there. It gets to the trip now. It probably draws the lob down on the rails with Jamie Carr and just follows so unusual every. You can just see them coming into the race together. I think they'll clear out. Number three, you spirit. Bit of for two runs back will be somewhere near the front and give you a sight. One midnight blue. Strange preparation, but I guess not for Johnny Leakey. He does those sorts of things. It ran well. It's on the quick backup, and it's a little chance. But I thought four and five would dominate the race. Four, five, three, and one. All seeing the race quite similarly. David Gately and Mark Hunter race to both numbers four, five, three, and one. I've reversed the exact around, and I think this might be the day for, for Team Orta in its first win since joining the Chris Wallace stable. Thought it looked good. First run for the stable without much luck, albeit in a race that was short of his best trip and then a good closing effort last start. Up to the 2,500 metres here with Jamie Carr aboard from a good draw. I think today could be the day for number five, Timor. Out of four, so unusual. He's a, a talented stayer on the up and he can really stick out some races where there's really strong pressure. Different scenario here, but he's a, a promising stayer who's destined to go on to, to probably better races than this as he progresses through his career. Three youth spirit down here with two runs under the belt from Sydney for the Waterhouse and Bot Stable. Going well, no doubt stripping fitter. And the quick backup for, for Midnight Blue. The pre-race earmuffs come off. The pads at the front come off. That might be a positive in, in terms of if they were dealing with some, some issues potentially with Midnight Blue, but it is a quick backup up to the, the 2,500 metres, but a talented stayer at his best. Five, four, three and one for me. Keen on Timor in race two. Race three's down the straight over 1,000 metres. Scratching is number seven, Duchess of Dorset. What's the market look like here, Jamie? Well, Warren, this race features the best-backed horse of the entire program, but we'll start with the one in Oxley Road at $12. That best-backed runner is the two in Kalos at $3.30, and he's holding four times more than anything else in this race. The three on the lead has seen some support at that $3.90 price. The four is Lincoln's Cruise at $16. So the five easy single at $5 is holding the same amount as on the lead. So between those two, they would be the second and third best-backed runners in this race. And the six, Mama Reagan, is at $6. The eight, Tycoon Hummer's at 12 with Midnight Charm at $15. But a very, very popular favourite here, Warren. I think it's a really competitive race, but uh, I'm with the favourite, Kalos, who I think will be a little bit off the speed. And Midnight Charm and a race, Oxley Road, I think there'll be decent speed here. Easy Single was on speed and, and quite sharp in a recent trial in Sydney prior to coming down here. And Lincoln's Cruise gets the blinkers on here with some decent New Zealand form. So I think there'll be reasonable tempo. And 
it shows that Kalos has been gelded. Quite late in the, the career of a horse for, for Godolphin to be gelded, but taking that on face value, if he's been gelded since his most recent performance behind the stable mates, the Thuth, he's got form behind Joyful Joyful Fortune and Asfura, and that was a real leader-dominated race in Asfura when he ran second over the 1,000 metres at Caulfield. I think he's the one to beat in an even race. Number two, Kalos on the lead's been back to Sydney, had a tick-over trial since the, the two good runs down here. Seems to be going well. It's a little bit off the speed from that inside draw, but not a huge field here, so they'll probably bunch up down the middle of the track to, to some extent. He's going well. Six, Mamarigan, I think, is going really well since joining the Nick Ryan stable through in that protest last start, following that first win for the stable. And he has run OK down the straight previously, over 1,200 metres in a cool more as a three-year-old. Eight, Tycoon Hummer. I think John McArdle was a bit cautious about the deteriorating track with that win first up, was able to cope with that. Should be even better suited on a firmer deck here. Two, three, six and eight for me in race three. Mark, your thoughts here? I like on the lead. Warren's going to take a good ride by Blake Shin from gate one. I thought it was a good win at Sandown, suited by the speed two ago. And gee, I reckon she nearly beaten Star Patrol last time. That race was tipped upside down when Starry Legend missed the kick and they didn't go as hard as I thought they would. Star Patrol controlled it and kicked. On the lead, just got too far back but ran on really well. Been back to Sydney, the jump out wasn't asked to do much. That was okay. It's going to be back in the field. You'll have to get the right pass from gate one, but with any luck, I think on the lead will charge at them here to be five easy single, who goes well fresh, goes well down the straight, a couple of good trials, looks to be going well. Two Kalos, lovely trial, proven here, will run well. Then number six, Mamarigan, who's going really well for the stable, but I think they're in much, much easier races. I think this is a harder race here. I'll go three, five, two, and six. How are you seeing race three, Gator? Yeah, not a lot to add for my top pick on the lead. Um, you know, Mark's outlined the, the case there. The only thing I would add is he was $6 into $4 to beat Star Patrol. So if you're a fan of sort of SP profile, and I think it's one of the many pieces of the puzzle, um, you know, when there's good money for a horse, uh, you know, they tend to, to back that form up, don't they? And the winner, Star Patrol, since from well in a group one, as we saw, I share the same reservation. I wish you drew wider, but, um, you know, we've got a pretty good pilot on board here. Oxley Road, well, it's well and truly D-Day. Um, you know, I heard your interview earlier, Ted, with uh, Catherine, and, um, you know, a lack of application is not what you want from any athlete. Um, but if he's in the right frame of mind, he probably wins. Kellos burst through. I love the trial. Dane Hill Stakes winner, <clears throat> proven fresh. Is his very best form on tracks with give? Um, that's my little query. Easy single is a really good fresh horse. He's beaten in the boat, so, you know, he's good enough here, I think, as well. So there's a four. I want to play around. Three, one, two, five. Three, one, two, and five from David Gately. Mark Hunter's numbers, three, five, two, and six. My number's in the third, two, three, six, and eight. Mark, one via the SMS, an unusual scenario here where the, the formula bet, honouring Dino yesterday, both runners are, are scratched. Is it a buy for the formula bet today, or do we come up with a couple of other horses that we can use as a substitute, so to speak? Well, I chased that up with the powers that be this morning, Warren, and they told me that contestant, um, they roll him over until next week. So I was prepared to offer a couple more, which I wasn't sure what they would be, but prepared to offer them. But then I got told we'll, we'll hang him over till next week. So hopefully we find two that aren't scratched next week. Find the, the couple next week. The contestant rolls over, which is good news. Three races down on Group 1 race day, the Australian Guineas Day at Flemington. We're on a good four with the rail in the two-metre position. Plenty more from the panel after this break.